This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. often do you actually go look up words that come up in books or in context while you're reading something that you're unfamiliar with? Do you pause and go check out the definition and then retain the definition and then start using it so you're like, yes, this is now part of my attempt to uh, expand vocabulary? 21 seconds ago. <laughs> oh, oh, how many times? Uh, no, like in general, is this part I'm of your habit? When I'm reading a book, on average, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, but, and it always has, like, when I'd go to plays, I could tell who used a thesaurus when they wrote the play, because some, oh, some of my God, play yeah. theater buddies, they, it's just like they sat there with a thesaurus open beside them and were writing, and <laughs> pulling out the words, uh-huh. and it's like, oh my gosh, I can't even understand this, and if now, if, uh, if then I had the iPhone and could just simply, I know I'd spend half the play, what does this and so-and-so mean, yeah. you know, because I do get curious, so I would say when reading a book, uh, probably... Twice in the book, maybe. Hmm. Okay. Um, is it because, like, the words sounded really interesting or Most that you couldn't figure out the vintage. context without it? Most time it's vintage. It's a word maybe from the past or uh, describing kind of something. Like, um, you. remember when I was telling you I was playing around a lot with those darn uh, Western books? And yeah. they would refer to yeah. something called bear sign. I thought, what the heck is bear sign? Uh, donuts. Oh, Excuse me? But that, uh, that, so really? I looked that up because what the heck? And I didn't know if this thing would know it or not. I was like, what's bear sign? And of mm. course, get told it's donuts. All right, well, Back there in you the go. 1800s. Mm. I mean, it's easy now, right? You don't have to do go flip through. Yeah, I do. But it, it, that's what I was just going to say. It's easy now, so I do it. If it was still in the ages yeah. of flipping through oh, a dictionary. Oh, going to the library and taking a bunch it. of words. No, yeah. no, I wouldn't. Even I'd make me, up a meaning for it. Even for me, copying and pasting it into the search engine is too much. But when I'm at home, it's easy. I just pause my book yeah. and uh, ask Google. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me. And I think it's interesting because that's like what we talked about the other day with Jeffy. Um, the, the reflection of people searching out mm-hmm. stuff. And bringing them on, Jeff, to kind of like, okay, where's that word? Where's the research? Jeff Ryman joining yeah. us for what in the world as we do this every couple of weeks on the program. Um, do you do you look up stuff, Jeff? Like oh, when you all, all the, the time. time. It- all the time, it's either in movies or in books, or if you see an article and you're just like, what does that even mean? Um, I I like doing that. I feel like it improves your vocabulary. And then once you look up a word, you can potentially reuse it and sound super smart. Uh, yep. You know, and, and then make the other person have to look up that word. Nice. And it's funny because um, I'm rewatching Friends, and currently in season four, it's when Joey goes out and buys the thesaurus, or at least just just just. Or an encyclopedia. It was an encyclopedia because the guy came Encyclo- to his house. Yeah, the guy came to his house and he only got the encyclopedia the v. with the V's. So he was like, oh, anybody want to talk gosh. about uh, the Vietnam yes. War or Vaz Deferens? And he just, you know, spit out these words trying to sound like... All the V's. Stuff. Uh, All yeah. the V's. Yeah, that's a good and then one. that was it. So, yeah, I definitely do that a lot. And like I said, it's kind of a neat way to improve your vocabulary and um, kind of sound smart from time to time. Mm. What's the most, do you recall one of the most recent words you might have looked up that you're either using oh. or just one that made, I, I don't. So I'm sitting yeah, here you saying know what? like the bear sign was ages ago. The the one that really sticks out to me, I was watching a show or reading something or, or, or something like that. 
and the word umbrage came up and i'm like oh what yes does that yeah. mean and it's because somebody must have said with... i took umbrage with that mm. jeffrey that's that's exactly what it was and, and, and so i had to look it up because it's one of those older school like people don't typically yeah. use that and, you know it, it means no. take offense essentially yep. so you took umbrage to to you know that um, but yeah, that's that's the one that really sticks out to me. And now it's funny. Now that I know what it means, I kind of use it from time to time. So yeah. it makes me look a little bit smarter. But you know, I, I, I have to. I have or to old. put this in. Or old, they'll make yeah. you look either old. Yeah. Sorry, no, but I have to put this in where is Stephen King in his writing guide on writing? Um, mm. He talks about but. Don't use a complicated word where a simple one will do. Or, you know, mm -hmm. if you know the word in your head already, that would fit the context. But you're like, no, but I want to sound smarter. I want to go to the thesaurus. I want to make this a better, you know, sentence in whatever X, Y, and Z way. He does not. Um, yeah, he because doesn't he doesn't want that. people doing what we're doing. Running, yeah. I don't know what that means. I'm going to go look. But and also sometimes like a word just it. fits, right? Like a it word does, right? of a feeling or a description just fits. And then it is we the overcomplicate things by yes. going to try to make it bigger and better and smarter. Now, I know some writers will say they do it if they find they're repetitively using or have to. And they know they have, yeah. so they might find a different way, simple yeah. way that suits, not just out of the blue, throw one in there. So I took offense. Well, I took umbrage. Yeah. Uh, Jeffy, where it, do you want to start, man? Yeah, you know what? This is, this is, this is interesting because I feel like this uh, first topic stems from a conversation we had on one of our pre-show meetings. Um, my brother works. Oh, we lost you there. Did Jeff. We, Try that again. Did we freeze, Jeff? Oh no. He's going to come back and he's going to take umbrage with Zoom. <laughs> In the meantime, um, I'm learning about this word sagacious. Oh, the one that I read. But, but did you notice when you first looked it up, it sent you somewhere else? Did it? That's what that's what happened to me. It sent me to another word that I didn't have time to finish. Well, because yeah, because I was looking up sagacity, and then it's like sagacious, and I was like, seriously, just yeah. tell me what the the root word means when I yeah. look. Oh, okay, things. yeah, maybe that's the way I did it yeah, because I know yeah. it said a person who is yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sound judgment. Are you there judgment. yet with the meaning? Uh, yes. Ah. What do I have it? Um, showing keen perception or discernment, sound judgment. Somebody who's able to look deeply into a a topic or a person and make good judgment about it. Jeffy, are you so back? I'm here. Okay, good. I'm here. Okay. My internet look, look. is, yeah, like, like Kelly, what you said is taking a bit of umbrage to me joining on <laughs> what in the world. Let um, me just fill this in before you carry on, Jeff. Uh -huh. Folks, uh, we, we sometimes find a word, get challenged by the control room to utilize a word within the show. And I offered up that we need a word for Ramya today. Yeah, and this wasn't the word, out. by the way. This, no, no, we were just trying no to. She gave us it. a word. and I was like, I don't know what that means. So we had to go look it up. Yeah, so don't mind <laughs> okay. us. Uh, go ahead, Jeffy. We get sidetracked way too easily yeah, on no this kidding. show, but it's it's great. This is supposed to be Half a segment. The segment gone. Go. <laughs> what in the world? Uh, I was saying. So my brother works in insurance. Uh, he has some weird claims that he always sends my way. I don't even know if he's supposed to be doing that, but he does. <laughs> um, but <laughs> you'll find pictures. out after the show. What yeah, are you doing? No. I did get his permission. <laughs> he said it's okay to use this on air. It's not like I'm giving you anybody's personal information or right. anything, but. It is rather funny. I, I, I see some pictures. So send me Snapchats of, you know, the weird things that people claim. And he just does, you know, house claims. So if somebody's 
house floods. Uh, they take a picture of whatever was damaged and they submit it. And my brother's the one who looks it up. He'll literally go on Google and and see how much an item is worth and you know appraise it and all that fun stuff. So I've asked him like, can you compile a list? And he gave me a bunch of things that uh, I thought were hilarious or really, really cool. Um, some of the ones that are on maybe more of the hilarious side um, are food items. Some people have submitted claims for sugar cubes. Uh, <laughs> probably not worth a whole lot. He said one person claimed an onion and one person claimed a potato. So maybe they're a making a stew. potato and onion? One singular, one potato, one onion. If you go to the store, they're probably worth like 20 30 40 cents for an onion like depending on where you go um so i'm and I, I asked him i said like do you process these claims and how much do they get he said really nothing uh, i don't know why people would go through all that effort to take a picture of their rotten do they onion. do it for just the sake of it like i you know what gag? i don't, know. I don't like, know that would be kind of funny to see i can understand some desk. a person that had 20 other items and threw a, a onion in for some reason. But you would even think, well, hold on a sec. If you make this claim, don't you have to pay uh, money I mean, off the top first? We're all kind of pushing it, right? Pushing it with like, the insurance like, claims to see how much they like, would actually would you, cover. Yeah. And, and, but even if they did, they'd laugh and say, well, your deductible is $500, your onion. So, okay, oh, yeah. after you pay That's that, the you can give us the $499.60. Yeah. <laughs> Some people of us are really very resentful. Value. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and, you know, people, you know, all the time with insurance companies, oh, they're trying to scam you, this and that. And so maybe they're trying to get the better of Get insurance every penny companies. out of them. <laughs> Let's yeah, see what exactly. they say to this. <laughs> um, the, this might be one of my favorite ones. And my brother just told me about this the other day. A person claimed half a bag of cut grass. I'm not sure what this would be used for. Um, you know, I'm assuming somebody cut some grass, uh, put it in a bag. I don't know why they would need to claim it, but they do. Um, so I find that it was in the garage yeah. and they had a flood. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I don't know, but I don't know how much the use a, a, though. I'm curious about the yeah. use case of this. It could be maybe used for an animal of some sort. I don't know. Maybe they have cows. Cows? I, I, I really Half don't a bag, know. Half a bag though? Half a bag of, they, of cut yeah. grass. Um yeah, I don't know wait, how you would wait, phrase wait. that. Maybe grass is a euphemism for something else like we don't maybe. know what kind of grass maybe. it was oh the, you mean the recently something. legalized one you mean that <laughs> potentially maybe something else i don't know well i, I and I, and let's be fair that is going to happen if it already mm -hmm. has it yeah. people lose All my marijuana burned down and uh, yeah that's right oh, the yeah. house went down you're going to claim it you know, especially people with medications or whatever, they're going to say, well, of course I claim my weed. Are you crazy? Yeah, except I claim you can claim it vitamins. for selling or something like that, mm -hmm. like for trafficking well, purposes, right? It would be no, the same if you had, use. like, if you had an expensive bottle of scotch or something. Yeah. Right. And, you know, Certainly. that went in a fire or something, like, you'd probably want to try to claim God. that and get some money for it, right? Um, so they I found, found out that it was funny, responsible though. for the fire. I was going to say. <laughs> I, again, I don't... I spilled I it into think, a candle. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think the grass they're alluding to is the marijuanas, um, but it's definitely uh That was for my backyard over the winter. It was to decay and help out, the, like, fertilize my grass my for the next year. My share of the year. cow's food. All right. Yeah. The neighborhood no cow. No idea. I'll, I'll get into a couple mm. of 
cooler ones that my brother sent me, he said that somebody had an ancient Egyptian mummy. And normally, you know, I, I've gone over to people's houses and they've had like <laughs> antique, um, you know, sort of um, suits of armor, things like that. Yeah, some some interesting stuff like that. But it's replicas. It's, it's not like yeah. authentic or anything. He said that this person had like a legitimate ancient mummy that had, I think, you know, some weird stuff inside of it. It wasn't just a, a decorative piece. Um, he ended up appraising it for around $4,000, which is probably mm -hmm. pennies to what it's actually worth. But yeah. I don't know how you'd put a value on something like that. But imagine that coming across your desk. Like you probably would say, oh, this is just some sort of replica. Um, but realistically, some person, this could have been passed down from generation to generation yeah. in somebody's household. You have no yeah. idea. That's the uh, uh, that King kinda... Tut family. Uh, we're the Tuts. Uh, we lost. <laughs> we're close cousins with the Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, though, like on a real note, this would be uh, hard. Like these are the things that we're talking about where, yeah, someone's claiming an onion. We're rolling our eyes. But other times you're actually losing prized possessions, like things that you've carried down, things that have been, yeah, yeah, irreplaceable, and uh, heirlooms, and just like family, sentimentality is what you're losing, yeah. right, when things go yeah. down, and then you're trying to make the best out of a situation by claiming, and, and hopefully insurance, it can somewhat satisfy you, but you lose everything, like you're not going to get that stuff back, like this is just, um, what do you call it, like, not it's super sentimental. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. You can't yeah. really put a price tag it's, on it. It's invaluable. It's yeah. invaluable. But there's that right? word, like when we try to pay off things that we can't, you know, for emotional or uh, other sentimental things that we can't get back. I can't think of the word right sentimental now. Sentimental value. The word. But it, you know, oh, God, yeah, go that. ahead. Give her, <laughs> give her that word, whatever it is, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's also someone like a professor, let's say, or somebody who has worked in, in, you know, excavation all the, you know, all their life or has some of these things. And so I can see a claim like this a little more than an onion. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll squeeze one more in here. Um, and this is along the same lines as that ancient mummy is a pistol from either World War One or World War Two. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that's obviously got some historic value. Maybe their their dad, their grandfather, their uncle, whatever it may be, fought in you know World War One or World War Two, and it's been passed down from generation to generation. Uh, and sadly, you know, it's been damaged in some sort of way, you know, whether it's a house fire or a flood or, or something. Um, so that'd be kind of a cool one to see. You know, I feel like just looking at that, you would know it's probably um, been around for a while. And, you know, it, it's probably one of those things that have been passed down from generation to generation, which probably doesn't have a whole lot of value in terms of money. No. More so sentimental. Mm. Yeah. And that's that's the hardest, like Ron was saying, about the replace. Jeffy, thanks, yeah. pal, for filling in for Grant. Anytime. I love doing this segment. Take care, guys. Hey, pal. Grant Hardy on the road. Jeff Ryman filling in. Grant will be back in a couple of weeks with What in the World here on the program because we do that every two weeks. All right. Well, there's a third of Canadians who believe that aliens have contacted Earth. This is a latest on a poll that Mark Phoenix is going to tell us more about on the buzz after the break on Kelly and Remia. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.